Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 58, three valuable commitments to make as a teacherpreneur. Ah, so today we're going to like filter out all the noise that we've heard in the last several weeks. We've gotten so many different opinions and learning going on, especially if you attended the teacher, the teacher's paid teachers conference, and you've got a lot going on in your head about what you should do next and how to kind of focus in and make a commitment. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about three valuable commitments that you can make that are really going to make a huge impact on your business. I hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as, um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. So, yeah, we're still, I'm still reeling. I think I'm still reeling from the TPT conference. I don't know if everybody else is. And for those people that didn't go to the TPT conference, you're probably like, okay, Trina, I'm finished with you talking about it. Let's move on. And I totally get it. And I totally understand because I know what it feels like when I know that I've missed something and I want to know the information. And that's okay because I am. I'm going to get past it. I'm getting over it. And we're going to we're going to move on. Last week, we started to talk about what we could do, like what would be our focus. And the week before that, we were like, you know, it's over. Now what? So I, I know I'm like stuck in the now what part. So we've got to we've got to move forward. We've got to think about what we need to do. And so that's what we're going to talk about for the next couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about really looking at our business and like honing in on the special skills, the special sauce that we need in order to get our from where we currently are to where we want to be. Because that's really the biggest thing to think about is really like where, where do we want to be? What do we want that to look like? And am I going to have is my path that leads me to that? What is that going to look like? What things do I need to include on that path to ensure that I get to where I want to go? And if it doesn't fit in my way of getting there, if it doesn't fit with my business model, or it's something that's taking me off the track, then I want to stay away from it. I want to avoid it because I want to have that path that leads me to where I want to be. And if you're there, my friend, then congratulations, and we need you on the show. <laughs> we need to hear some tips and tricks. And I know we've heard so much, so many tips and tricks that I'm like, okay, we really have to jump in. So last week, I started talking about thinking of like your products and thinking of your, you know, even if it's your podcast episodes, or your blog posts or things like that, thinking of that as like 
a launch, like putting it out there into the world and, and kind of thinking about it in a more of a, a bigger deal. And I don't know if I said that last week about wanting it to, to think about it as like a bigger deal rather than I'm just putting a product up on TPT. But I want us to really start to think about that because what we are putting out there, if we're just putting it out there and then doing nothing with it, you know, we have a lower likelihood that someone's going to find what they need. And the whole point in putting things out there is to help people find what they need and get it in the hands of the people that need it and want it. And that that can be, you know, the magic. That's where that's where we have so much potential to have such an amazing impact on the teachers that we serve, on education in general. And that is really the, the, you know, the goal, the ultimate goal for most of us is to to have an impact or to, you know, to have an impact in our own lives as well, whether that's financially or just being able to offer offer things to others. And it can be, we have a variety of whys. We don't have to get into the why. We all know what our why is and it's okay. No matter what it is, it's okay. Even if your why is to make more money, that's okay. You don't have to feel guilty about it. It's all right for us to want to make money. I I often say I want to make mad money. And I don't mean that as like, I'm so greedy. I want all this. I want all this. I mean it as I want to be able to give generously. I want to be able to provide things for my children and for my family and my even my friends that I would love to be able to do if I had that kind of mad money, money that I didn't have to worry about it, you know, this, that here or there, I didn't have to worry about how I was going to pay the mortgage, or I didn't have to worry about what I was going to do if my toilet was running constantly, which is happening right now. And I need to get it taken care of because it's making my water bill insane. So anyway, so it's, it's just, it's, it would, that would, that's one of my whys. It's not that I, like I said, it's not so I can buy a bunch of shoes. Although I'm telling you, if I was making mad money, there would be some Manolos in my closet for sure. But um, <laughs> beyond that, I, I really, I have, I have a heart to give. I want to be able to do that. It's really important for me to be able to do that, especially for my children. It's just most especially for them. But no matter what your why is, you know, that's okay. You're you're on your path. You're on this path of, of business world. Teaching that became business that you may also still include teaching. It's, it's a lot, Maya. It is a lot. I totally, totally can understand that. So let's talk about... Let's talk about those three valuable commitments that you can make to your business. That way you can really start to hone in on exactly where you want that path to lead. I had, and it's I, it's not out yet, but I had a really great conversation with fellow teacherpreneur Farah Henley, and she will be on the show in a couple of weeks. And she, and you may know, she presented at the TPT conference, and she was talking about being able to work remotely. And she talks, you know, a lot about being able to do some of the things that we do, not some of the things, all the things we can do like using our iPad, but we don't talk about that. We actually end up talking about digital course creation and um, membership sites and things like that. And we had in an unbelievable conversation. It got cut off at the end because we had some technical difficulties, but I felt like we had enough like good information to share with you that I went ahead and was like, okay, I think we can be done. It's all right. And I think if I, if that hadn't have happened, we probably would have ended up talking for hours. So I'm excited to share that with you in the next couple of weeks. But before we get to that, I want to really talk about the three commitments that I want you to think about making because before we really jump in, 
to like how we're going to take these step by step. I want you to make I want you to make a commitment or a promise to yourself because the only way that we can like launch something or have like have a pre-launch runway, that's what Amy Porterfield calls it. And you know how I feel about her. I think she's amazing. So the only way that that, that she calls it that pre-launch runway where we're like, it's before the launch. It's like your intentional time before you're putting something out there for the world podcast episode, blog, blog, course, you're creating a course to teach teachers how to do something. I mean, think of all the things that teachers need to know right now, all the technology that they need to know. This is a perfect time for a course on how to do that. And whether that's, you know, you use that as a lead magnet, so you're getting more people on your email list, or whether you're using that as something that you're offering and you're giving value and you are being compensated for that, no matter how you're doing it, like you're your lead up to it. And if it is a product, you're leading up to that product. So what are you doing during that that pre-launch runway? What are you doing during that time? And this time should look very similar to what you're doing on a regular basis in your business, because you're, you're making a commitment to show up consistently. We talked about that last week. We talked about showing up consistently. We talked about commu- you know, building a community, you know, building that trust, that no like and trust factor with our audience. And we talked about the three C's conversion. The last one, the conversion. What does that what does that conversion look like? Is that more resources in the hands of teachers, more money in our bank account, more impact on education? What does the conversion look like? So all three of those things. So now I want us to take it even further and I want you to make I want you to take some action. So here are three simple commitments that I want you to agree to in advance. And even if you have to like raise your right hand and say them out loud, and yeah, I like to be dramatic. In my classroom, I dressed up as different characters. It was super fun, and the kids might have thought I was crazy. Actually, they really thought they I was the characters. Like they really thought that an imaginary Queen Grammatica came out of out of a secret portal in my closet, and because <laughs> they're second graders, and it was super fun, but. Oh, the punctuation prowler actually scared some second graders. So anyway, let's get to the point. So you're raising your right hand and you're making these commitments because these are three commitments that I think will have a huge impact on your business. And it's not that I just think that, that I've seen it with my own eyes and I've learned it from the very best. And it's something that, it, you know, it's an important, as- they're important aspects of your business. So number one, you will post a new and any type of content any type of content on your website each week. And it can be a blog post. It could be a podcast episode. It could be a video. Those are three types of content that you can put out there for your teachers that, you know, teaching them something, offering them value, showing up for them consistently. That's a little bit of what we talked about last week. So that is a really important. So choose your platform. What are you going to do? Are you going to blog, podcast, or video? So what is your what is your way of showing up and offering consistent content? So that's your first that's your first promise. I will post a new blog, podcast or video on my website every single week. I know, every single week. That's a lot. And you're probably thinking, "Wait a minute, I don't know if I can do that and create con- and create content for TPT." You totally can, but this is part of getting your content from TPT out there. This is how you grow and build an audience. So once a week showing up 
for your teachers. Number two, I will email my list no matter the size every single week. Yes, I know, every week. This is, again, part of showing up for your audience. It's part of building this community, this culture of where you're showing up and you're offering value and content. And you know what? Your email doesn't have to be a whole different conversation than what you had on your podcast or what you talked about in your blog. In fact, you can mention your blog or your podcast in your email so that your email subscribers know that it's a new one is available. Now you're hoping that they are subscribed to your podcast and that they know when it's available. But sometimes people forget or they don't know or they haven't subscribed. They listen, but they haven't subscribed. And we want to be in front of them as much as possible. We want to be at the top of their mind. So it's important for us to make sure that we're emailing them. That way it doesn't look like we're just emailing them when we have a sale and we want them to know about our sale. It's like we're giving them value and information every week. They expect it from us. They're waiting for us. They're looking out for it. And then we're saying, hey, you give them like one of the tips or one of the things you learned or that you're talking about in your blog or in your podcast or on your YouTube video. And then you're sharing a little bit of even more about that, maybe another story about that on your in your email. And then you're saying, if you want to hear the rest of this or know more about this or read more about this, then you click here. And so then you're leading them to your content. So it doesn't have to be, you know, a whole nother thing that you think up. It can actually be around the same topic that you're, of your content, your blog post, your podcast episode, your YouTube video. So that makes it a thousand times easier. And, and, and really, you know, really important. All right. And then the third promise I want you to make, or the third commitment I want you to make is I want you to, to promise to share a lead magnet with your audience. Now, this doesn't have to be every week. This could be something you make every week that, you know, that you're doing around your podcast or your YouTube video, or even your blog. Like it could be a a freebie that you're including to attract people to you. And you want to do some really good work on a freebie. We'll, We'll talk some more specifically about lead magnets and, you know, how to set up a email service provider and those kinds of things. We'll talk more about that as time goes on, but I I actually have a suggestion if you're if you're unfamiliar with what that looks like and sounds like and where to go next and it's it's again my mentor and my I'm a proud affiliate partner with Amy Porterfield when she releases Digital Course Academy, which is amazing and is the best course creation out there. And um, course, it's outstanding. So and it's totally it's changed so much. So, so much of like what I thought I should be doing in business or not doing. And it's coming along, it'll eventually be out here. And I'm proud to partner with her, but she has a free, excuse me, she has a free three um, part training on starting and developing your email list. And so I'm going to link to that in the show notes. You can find it at amyporterfield.com backslash grow my list. So it's amyporterfield.com backslash grow my list. And that will give you a three part training series on how to kickstart your email list to grow your online business. So that should actually help if you are feeling like, oh my goodness, I am not sure what to do or what, you know, where to start. And, and there also may be some more things coming up in the future of talking about that, especially if you're kind of at the beginning, because 
that can be a lot when you don't even know where to start, which is okay. That's okay. We all have been there in that place at one time or another. So those are the three commitments that I want you to make to show up consistently for your audience once a week with a blog post, a podcast, or a YouTube video. And number two, to show up weekly with an email to your subscribers, no matter what the size of your list is. And as you're growing your list, which you will do with number three, you're sharing a lead magnet. Now that doesn't have to be every single week. And if you don't know what a lead magnet is, it's something that is attracting your people to you. Like if I am creating Let's say, for example, I've created a unit of study on character setting and events, and I have four weeks of lesson plans and all the graphic organizers that go with it and assessment and so on and so forth. And I, I'm getting ready to put that out into the world. And, I, and I'm like, well, I could give them one day of lesson plans and, you know, for, for the beginning of the year, and, they can, and I can give all the pieces that go with that. And I can put that out there for free. And that can be something that will draw my potential customers to me, my potential teachers to me. Like this is this is how you would start reading workshop. This is what you would do on day one. This is what you would do if you're introducing character setting and events to your second graders. And I want to make it enough so that they can see what they're going to get from that. But I also want to make it, I want to make sure that I am attracting the right people for me. I don't want to attract a fifth grade teacher or a sixth grade teacher or whatever, because that's not my ideal customer. My ideal customer is a second grade teacher who's looking for help in implementing a reading workshop style of teaching and needs to help with the massive you know, a highly effective lesson plans that take forever to write because they have to be a specific way for principles and whatever. So that's just one example of how I might take some small piece of something and create a lead magnet around that. Another thing is I want to pay really close attention to the problems that my audience has and solve that problem. So if there's something that I can create that's pretty simple, but I want to do a really good job because I want to show them how much I have to, to offer and how much value is in something free that way they'll think wow if she puts this much work in this freebie like what does she do in her paid resources so that's something to keep in mind so that's what a lead magnet is it's like kind of drawing your people to to you you're asking them for an email in exchange you're going to give them the freebie and and then you are going to start to bring them into who you are and what you do and what you have to offer whether that's showing up weekly on your podcast or you're showing up weekly also in your email list and or if you're a little bit more advanced you're putting them into a nurture sequence where you're giving them some more information maybe you know, maybe a couple of emails down the line and then they're kind of going into your regular weekly emails there's a couple different ways to do that but I don't want to get too technical with that because I don't want it to be confusing I it's okay for you to just to just write your weekly emails and start that way and not figure out right now what I'm going to going to do with a nurture sequence and so on so those are the three commitments that I really want you to think about making and so that's a lot. And it's, you know, it's a lot to start with. But I think that that will be a really great way for you to start, you know, getting that laser focus and figuring out what you want to do, especially if you're thinking about launching something. 
coming up soon because normally when you're launching, if you're launching something big, like a big product line or a course, or even, you know, something as such as that, then you definitely want to make sure that you are giving yourself enough of a leeway to kind of build up the enthusiasm and the excitement around your particular product. And that's where you are kind of, you know, teasing it a little bit and also getting your audience excited about something that is getting ready to come and you're going to completely and totally solve their problem, which is super exciting. So what are some things that you need to keep in mind when you think about when you we talked a little bit last week about, you know, showing up consistently and choosing a platform, like whether you're going to podcast or blog or YouTube. Um, And so that's an important thing not to forget. Like that's one thing that you want to decide. And it doesn't have to be all of those things, for goodness sakes. I mean, I know some people that do all of those things. There's no way I cannot even think about doing all those things. But and that's up to you. But I would recommend choosing one thing, feeling like you're getting really good at that one thing. And then if you want to do a second one, I, I don't I can't even imagine. I know there are people, but it's definitely not me. Um, <laughs> but once you've decided that, then you want to, then you're moving on to, to that second commitment, which is you know showing up weekly on your email. So, and this is a big one because it's it's something that's that you're literally doing every single week, and it's a lot. So when you're and you want to think about because you're in front of your potential customers every single week, and they're listening to you, they're watching you or they're reading, you know, your words, you that's your opportunity to build a connection to them and a relationship. And they're getting to know you through that weekly content. And it's where the trust really begins to develop. And if you get stuck on like what you're going to create on your, you know, your blog or your podcast, your video, then you need to think about where your audience is right now. And where are they struggling? What kinds of questions are they asking? What can you teach them? What is going to inspire and educate teachers right now? And, and I, I mean, there's things that are coming to the top of my head because we are in the middle of a pandemic and teachers don't know how they're going back to school. So there's so much that teachers need right now. There's so many ways that we can show up and, and offer value in a time that's very frustrating and hard to deal with. So when you have these, you know, have these content ideas, you like you push yourself to to really think about having, you know, maybe even at least 10 ideas. And this will help you just kind of start getting into motion and it will become so much easier. It'll be so much easier for you to think about exactly how you can help and what you can do, what you have to offer that can help. And that's another thing to keep in mind. So three things I want you to keep in mind when you think about showing up consistently and creating that original content is number one, don't platform switch, like don't change your platform. If you're going to do a podcast, then do a podcast, do a post about pod, you know, do a podcast post. If you're doing blogging, then stick to blogging, do, you know, blog, like post a post, a new blog post and continue to do the blog post blog for however many more weeks and stick to that like stick to that one thing you don't have to jump around all over the place and you really again you want to that you figure out what works out best for you and what works out best for your audience like how is your audience consuming content number two stack the value make sure that you are offering so much value in these episodes in your weekly emails linked to your episodes or linked to your your blog posts so that you are showing your teachers, this is what I have to offer you for free. And then they cannot even imagine what you have to offer them that is paid. So really stack that value. And don't get stuck in that, um, 
like what, how much should I give away and how much should I charge for? Like we, we are, when we're thinking about weekly content, we're really thinking about, you know, building that community, building that consistency, really showing up and, and offering value. And that is why people end up staying, sticking with us and becoming true super fans and wanting the resources that we have to offer that will actually, you know, help them in the long run. And then the third thing to do is to make sure that you are really acknowledging their pain. And this, this is huge, especially for teachers right now. You want to make sure that your weekly content is directly speaking to the challenges and the struggles that teachers are facing. And it should also inspire and educate them because that's the part of it where we are making such a huge impact on education. So continue to think about that when you are offering your weekly content. Like this is your opportunity to inspire and educate. And you really want to be the go-to solution for your teachers. And to do this, you have to let them know that you get them and that you know where they're going, what they're going through and that you're there to help that's essential. So really keep that in mind. It makes a huge difference. That's how you build a relationship. Okay, so that's the first part, showing up consistently. Then we talked about our second commitment, which is to email weekly. So that's another part that I want to share a little bit more about. So you're going to make sure that you email your subscribers weekly, and it's going to link to your new content because you've done all the work of creating your content. You don't want it to just sit there. You actually want people to read it or watch it or listen to it. And I have made this mistake before where I've literally put out a podcast episode, and I'm so ready to move on to the next one that I forget that I need to actually say, hello, I put this podcast episode out there, or I need to post about it on social, or I need to talk about it in my email list, or on my email week, my weekly content, like we have to remember to to remind people that it's available and it's out there. So that's a really important, important thing to do. And another, like another bonus for sending the weekly email to your subscribers is you're going to get a lot better at copywriting. And I don't mean copyright, like my idea belongs to someone else or their idea belongs, whatever. I'm talking about like the copy writing, W-R-I-T-I-N-G, writing, copywriting. And it's a, it, it is a, it is a, it takes a lot of, oh, it's a hard one for me. I actually, any copywriting help would honestly be like really good for me because I have a hard time with that kind of stuff. So copywriting, you know, as you are communicating with your audience, each and every week through email, like that's copywriting. So, the, and that that's a different type of writing. That's totally different than it is when you're writing a blog post. So it's something that you that you want to get much better at doing. So keep keep some things in mind when you are writing your weekly emails. I, I want you to keep the creativity. You know, we teachers and teacherpreneurs, we are often very creative beings. That's why we started, you know, started a business on top of it. And teachers can be like so unbelievably creative. I watch them solve like the hardest challenges and create things that I am like, whoa, it just, it's really, truly amazing. So, and I know that you're, you're a creative being. That's why you started your business. So get creative with your emails, like experiment with your opens, try a story or a series of questions or an example from a student or something that's really going to hook someone because that's a really important part. And test your copy so you can see what what people like really gravitate towards. That's why it's so important to have an email subscriber 
um, platform because you are able to track things like what is your open rate? Are people clicking on your links? It's, you know, am I, can I test these two subject lines? I have a subject line A and I have a subject line B, which one got more open rates and then it, you know, it can adjust. So that's a really important. And then three, remind them to, you know, to look out for your freebie in your emails because that can be a way that you, you know, can grab more people and you can also start to segment your list, which gets a little bit confusing. But you can you can always do like a freebie or a lead magnet at the end of a or during a blog post or during your podcast. And you know, you maybe you have something that you talked about specifically and you're like, grab it in the show notes, I'll link to it in the show notes. And then they they've got a freebie and now they're giving you their email and you're offering them something. So that is a really powerful way of integrating your, you know, your weekly email into your lead magnet, because that's, that's the third thing is, you know, creating that lead magnet. And since you've been growing your email list, you're already likely to have that lead magnet, or you've already gotten them somehow, but continuing to grow your list and kind of determine where they are is just an, it's another benefit to you. And you can talk about your lead magnet on social media. You can talk about on Instagram and Facebook and all those things. And that's important too. So keep three things in mind with your lead magnet is if you don't have a lead magnet, then you've got to get to it. You've got to get to creating it because you want to know, you want them, you want to bring people towards you. And that's really important. So you want to make sure that you have created one that is targeting the, the right people. And don't let this slow you down. Because you can create a valuable cheat sheet or checklist or guide or like a mini version of one of your products really quickly. Like that doesn't have to be a long thing. So the goal here is to intentionally grow your email list. And it always starts out slow, but it gets faster. It gets better. So keep that in mind. All right. That was a lot of information. So hopefully you're not feeling overwhelmed. You're still thinking about your your commitments and you're still thinking, okay, I can do this. I can get intentional. I can get focused. I can do this because you can. And if you need some help with the email list, don't forget amyporterfield.com backslash grow my list. That should help you. All right. That wraps it up for today. So I'll see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand or on my website, Trina Debery, Teaching and Learning, Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.